take one, only take. Good evening. It's Trey Heath, Derek Schaefer, the Beyond the Curve MX podcast. We are in a rainy Lake Wells, Florida today. Potentially severe storms. We've already had lightning delays. Uh, but guess what? We have racing to cover. And ironically, we have kind of a swamp fest racing to cover. So, uh, Derek, welcome. How's everything going on your world? It's a good day. Well, minus this rain. I guess we need this rain, so I'm yeah. not going to complain. We, we got we got uh, Supercross from New Jersey, New York. I'm not really sure because it's the New York metro area, but it's in New Jersey. And we've also got Dade City, round six, making up for Easter weekend to cover. Yep. So we're obviously, what Derek always says, we're going to cover the pros first. Um, if you if you've noticed, we've got some new microphone stands. Um, we're gonna learn how to use them and uh, sit a little closer and see so the the audio may be a little in out, but we're going to uh, work on that so that we don't have those big stands in the way. We're gonna cover Supercross. We're gonna cover some uh, sponsorship things this weekend or this week, and we're gonna cover pro amateur. And I actually have some news regarding some more coverage that we would like to bring forward. But, uh, Derek, let's start. It was New York, New York. If you can survive here, you can survive anywhere, and I'll be damned. That almost was the truth. Yeah, it was pretty pretty nasty race. And those those, those storms really tore it up out yeah. there. That was, that's the best mudder we've seen in a long time. And let's start, though. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the qualifying... Uh, the heats, everything was gorgeous. They finished the the last chance, and all of a sudden, boom! It was like, hey guys, we just want to make a mud race. Yeah. So empty the stands and let's start over. Yeah, let's start. <laughs> and I will say, speaking of emptying the stands, that track during the heat races, they had a great crowd there. Yeah. So yeah, that looked good up until. Yeah. So it's I'm still good for for the amount of rain that they got. So I'm impressed. Congratulations! It hasn't been in New York, New Jersey, and. Three years. three years so awesome job but i mean if you have a city of seven million people could you not fill a sixty thousand seat stadium i mean honestly it's just no, I hope so. but they had some publicity ken roxon doing stuff with today's show the empire state building was actually the colors of supercross mm-hmm. uh for a few hours on friday night and our saturday night no friday night so it was a great great weekend to be back and the racing there are great storylines in there, some ho-hum stuff, but let's dive in. 250, but hold on, this is even better, because this was 250 East-West Showdown, mm-hmm. which when I was a kid, we used to call those shootouts, but because of modern uh, being politically correct, we have to call them showdowns now. So they're not shootouts anymore. So we'll start, we start out with the 250 west had the first heat. Derek, start us off, man. RJ Hampshire. Talked about him last week. I told you he was going to be the man. Yeah. And he came out swinging. So, um, I, I definitely like the ride that he put in. And that track looked, it looked very slick. Like, it was shiny the entire night before the rain. Yeah. You could tell that there was moisture in the air and it just, but uh, that's where he shines. So, 
Um, yeah, hats off to RJ Hampshire. And I, I really, really, really like the way Jet Lawrence was switching lines the entire heat to just show the, the serious vet skills that he's got. I mean, he's, he's really only, what, four years into racing? Yeah. And he looked like an Eli Tomac out there switching lines, you know, to make his passes. And that's that's really, that was my main focus of that heat was between Hampshire just running off with his race and then um, Jet doing those line that, that line switching that he was doing because he was all over that track. Yeah. Absolutely all over. The only thing I have for 250 West, I felt like the split lane really wasn't getting a lot of traffic. I, I kept telling Michelle, I'm like, no. I swear they have another lane. There's another lane over there. It looks so narrow and in this corner. they all stayed to the inside. And they all stayed to the inside. And a couple of times people tried it, but it it just got, as I said, it just wasn't getting used. It got no love. No. Jet was hitting it here and there just to try to make passes. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I, th- I think it was a real time killer. Yeah. I, I think the Dartworks crew usually does an amazing job, but I, th- I think that one they, they kind of they, missed the point. Yeah. Um, Jet got a bad start. I think that's where you're talking about watching his racecraft. And I think that's for someone who really enjoys the art of racing. It's kind of fun sometimes seeing the lead dog have to work to get. Yeah, and and do some craftsmanship. And I also said, like, uh, great heat by Max Volan. Like, great. He he held off Jet for a while. Well, I got a question for you. And, And just being, obviously, you and I are amateur covers of the stuff. The 250 West, 250 East, those were main events for them. Essentially. If if they do well in that six minutes plus one lap, does that show something to the factories or their teams? I would think so. Um, to me, like, if had that been a mutter, I think, you know, the whole, the whole day would have been a mutter. It probably would have showed a little bit more, like, who's got the skills. But, yeah, that's... To me, it's... It, when when we do um, like these showdowns, yeah, the um, it's like a triple crown, yeah, minus you know minus two races, but it's it's very short, intense, and they only got top nine make it. Yeah. So I I think it should show them that you know these guys are the the top dogs and that should be out there. But um, let's also I want to give a congratulations to R J Hampshire for yeah. signing another two year deal. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about him and you know his heat, um, I meant to bring that up in the beginning. But yeah, I th- I, to your point, yeah, it should show them. Um, like, hey, this is a heat. Like, this is a this is a basically a it's a miniature main event. Yeah, because they're qualifying straight into. I, I can ride this intensity. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So I, I I think the split lane, like I talked about, Jet had a bad start. Uh, great heat by Volan. That's that's he needs that because there are rumors that he's going to be thrown down, and I don't know if it's thrown down. It's he's going to be moved to the Gas Gas brand this year. Um, and Pierce Brown, Pierce Brown put up a fight against Jet, and then mm-hmm. Jet finally cleared him, and it was okay. But that's all I got from 250 West Heat. But it's that mini. I call it the mini main. To yeah. me, it was just mini main. The first two, the East and West heats weren't. Overly exciting. No, no, no. But that from there on out, it got it got much more exciting. Yeah. We jumped into heat two. Um, Deegan was right back at Hunter's throat again. Yeah, I mean he was not letting him have it, and then once again Hunter Hunter had no part of it. But he Deegan's putting up a fight. How and, did you feel about? Because I thought add to the Deegan, I thought what do they call it? Far East Shimoda. He uh, Shimoda he was and, my next thing. He and Deegan they were they were kind of. 
aggressive at the beginning of mm-hmm. the heat. That's 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 what I took out of that heat. Is one of my notes is I said they were aggressive early, and then it just kind of settled in. But what a comeback for Shimoda! Yeah, I mean that that was an awesome ride out of him for what is that's second race back. Yeah, so and missing all season, he comes back and throws that out there. That was a and how how tough is that? You go. You're not going to a normal supercross. You go to Atlanta, your first one. Mm-hmm. So you got a super speedway, nasty minute and twenty eight second lap time. Outdoor straight stretch. Yeah, might as well be drag racing. And then all of a sudden you're in an east west showdown. So you have to qualify straight out of your heat to get. I mean, uh, on a very tight track at that. Oh, that that was that was. Did you feel like I'm I'm very naive to all this stuff? I felt like that track was super tight. Yeah, if you look at the actual camera angles i mean i can tell from the the upward angle of it but if you watch the camera angles there's really not much room the finish line had a a pretty tight 180 which you you could have made passes there but the rest of the track was just tight yeah it it was it was a rough ride for all of them last night so it wasn't just it wasn't someone that no it was tight okay all right definitely a tight track slick tight you know it had all the elements and then at the end of the night it yeah. That was this is probably the most brutal race there was. So, so two fifty west, two fifty east, they each had their own heat races so that they can create who's kind of the showdown champion. And then we get into the normal super Oh, by the way, before we get started further, I love the pre race show. You had James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael. Mm-hmm. I didn't get uh, to watch much of it because we were racing. Oh, Man, they had uh, 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 oh man, who's the guy? He's Australian as well, um, Lee Diffie. They had they had uh, Jason Wygant also, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, that guy, you could say backpack, and he could give you a 30 minute dissertation that makes you feel like you want to go buy that backpack. Yeah. He is the professionalism of that coverage this week. There's a reason he's been on Space Racer X as long as he has. Man, that, that was that pre-race show. They had some great interviews. They killed the downtime. I really felt like they had the A crew on yeah. this week. Now I I think that moving forward, I bet they're going to get a lot of positive, yeah, you know, interaction on that. They, everybody, there's a reason James Stewart's back there. It's because he, he's good up there. He he, so, he he just he just brings a different the light an, the to analytics it. yeah and just the way he can analyze anything and I'm gonna say like the motocross society is and I'm I'm thinking this way of probably every sport but the motocross society is super tough on announcers like Lee Diffie is the guy covers the Olympics yeah and someone dug on him because he, he, he forgot what, the the NBC sports <laughs> yeah like. The head NBC Sports <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, moderator like, or whatever. He, he is the man. Yeah. Like, And he can go from covering track and field to Supercross to Aussie supercars, yeah. like whatever. He forgot to mention Partzilla, the PRMX. And, mm-hmm. and he, you know what's awesome is he went on Twitter and he's like, yep, you're right, I did. And the person came back and like, dude, thank you for like saying that. admitting that. Like, yeah. But these guys are covering the sport. They're... They're giving us a little more insight. So yeah. uh, I know we're talking about 250 West and East, but the coverage, there has been years we have, well, I won't say we have, there have been a group of patrons who just want them to cover the sport the way they feel the sport should be covered. Yeah. And I will tell you this weekend, 
Yes, Ricky still says. Everybody made fun of, of uh, oh, what was his name? I can't remember his name, but the yellow Suzuki. Well, guess what? There were a lot of people in New York or that market that probably didn't know that a Suzuki was yellow. No. And between James and Ricky, they covered that this weekend. Yeah. And I didn't – I've never felt like, yeah, I know Kawasaki's green. I'm good. But I've never, that's never hindered my ability to watch the race. No. And and I, I know the sport. I actually do know the sport. But I also watch other forms of racing, and I've never cared. Like, give me the story. And they were giving the stories this weekend. And I feel like that pre-race show, their coverage, their coverage during the God awful long rain delay, mm-hmm. um, which we will get to. I think they just they just they're starting to figure it out, and I'm looking forward to. This is a five year deal. I'm looking forward to what this looks like two years from now. It'll be better. Yeah, I mean it, it's already getting yeah. better each week. I mean mm-hmm. we're almost at the end now, but it'll it'll keep excelling. All right, so we jump from two fifty to four fifty. Derek, hit me up. What we got? Roxon, um, that boy, to me. It really looks like he's starting to build some confidence. We, usually, Roxon starts falling off. Yeah. This time of the year, but this year it's totally different. I don't know if it's Suzuki, if it's just a comfortable team or what. But he, I mean, he was holding off Webb the whole race. Well, he held him off and then he left him. Yeah. Does spicy sound appropriate? Because like he he mm-hmm. fought he fought he fought there at the beginning. Yeah. And, and it was like Ooh. he wanted it. Yeah. And and yeah. usually. It's the opposite way around. Usually, Roxon will want it, and then he it's like he lays off. And then, you know, whoever, whoever, Tomac, whoever's behind him, will yeah. then be the one that takes off from there. But not this weekend. I mean, not weekends past. He's, Roxon's showing the old Roxon, and I really, really enjoy it. Um, it's a good, good, good heat. My, my big thing that I noticed in the heat one, since we're, we're talking about, like, the, the lower-level riders... Um, Cartwright and McElrath. Oh. I really, really think that it looked to me like Cartwright left McElrath by. And I don't think that he realized that he left out the transfer position then. Because it's like he, I don't know, he didn't want to battle him or what, whatever the situation was. But then you notice a couple laps later, he's like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, I need, <laughs> so I, I, I think that was a huge mistake. And it obviously screwed him. Yep. But, um, and but, I, I have three notes from this heat. Mm-hmm. And we'll start with the last one. Because I'm with you. My my note was, why is McElrath struggling? McElrath was m- a few points away from winning a 250 McElrath title. McElrath was a top guy. And he's still an amazing rider. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. McElrath was one of those guys that I, I used to follow all the time. Because he was, he's good at what he did. Yeah. And he still is, but he's... I don't know. He shouldn't be back where he's at. No, I mean, should 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 you have even had those words come out of your mouth that I can't believe Cartwright let McElrath buy? That should no, not be in no. your lexicon of speech for this heat. It should have been McElrath was up there with yeah. right behind Webb. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and, and my second note to kind of tie into that was I felt like heat one was weak. Yeah. Yeah, the weak. heat two was stacked. Yeah. But but my third note was, damn, Kenny and Cooper put on a show. Yeah, that was those first couple laps and and honestly to watch Kenny pull away, 
I was like, okay, all right then. No, it so, made, that made me happy to see. Yeah. I, I like Ken. He's a just a down to earth guy, but his his riding abilities are more than just supercross or motocross. I mean, he can go out there and hit the imagination jumps. So I think we talked about this last yeah. week, and he's yep. he's a very diverse rider. And um, I got more. I mean, I got more on him once we get into the the main. But yeah. Anything else on Heat One? Not really. It was. It was like you said. It was uh, kind of quiet. Yeah. You know, it wasn't I mean, there wasn't anything exciting in the backside? Like I kind of started looking for dynamics in the back since it was a weaker heat. I yeah. was kind of looking like, okay, is someone gonna bust in and some battling. There really wasn't anything. No, it was it was uh, kind of kind of slow, except for the the web and rocks and battle. But yeah. I mean, after he took away, it it was just a just a heat. Yeah. All right, so 450 Heat 2, what you got? Heat 2 got a little bit better. Sexton took an easy, an easy win, which in the main, I mean, the Heat, he's, that's Sexton doing Sexton. Um, it's exactly what, in the Heat 2, I said, Chase did Chase things. Yeah, and he I mean, he pulled out just fine. He, yeah. You know, he led with it, and usually when Sexton gets out front, he lays it down or he takes the win. Yeah. So it, it, that was pretty boring. Um, the Barsha losing the front end, which was... I felt I, I actually felt like I could I felt comfortable with I, I was like I did that Sunday I'm practicing yeah but that's typically it's something you don't see from Barsha no. Barsha no. is a he's comfortable when he's not comfortable yeah and he he excels when he's not comfortable and he, he got up into that loose stuff and I'm he just laid it over I'm like yeah. that's I, I, I thought when I seen that I'm like this ain't gonna be a good night for him because that boy can keep a bike up no matter what. Yeah. You, if anybody can turn a bike upside down in the air and then bring it back just fine, yeah. you know, it's, it's going to be Barsha. But that's that was my big thing. And then what I really noticed in Heat 2 is, like I said at the beginning, that track looked slippy. It looked damp and moist air, slick. And I seen Tomac doing his cautious... Tomac is very... I've, I've, I've gained this season that... On a slippy track, Tomac does not push any limits at no. all. He's very, very cautious. I don't know why, because you know he can ride it. Yeah. I mean, I know he took took quite the digger in practice. I thought he broke collarbone. By the way, let's talk about that digger. Yeah. I have to say, I watched that, and I watched that over. We we, I Michelle and I were like, I'm like, the front end. I know he lost his hand. I'm not sure. If you watch that, I've never seen a bike double pump at the bottom like yeah. that. I think that's what blew his hand off. That bike settled in twice. It's like the, it looked like the forks like grabbed. Yeah. Like uh, like they compressed and then they, it's like it double compressed and he, it's like he was waiting for the spring back and it didn't happen any, you know, he yeah. pushed down because it was coming back and it, he just shot, the way his hand shot off was yeah. not a Tomac thing. No, that's what we, we were saying, like. This Tomac doesn't do this. Like this is not a Tomac thing. No, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bet the forks got changed after that. I mean they're not gonna they're not gonna show nothing like that. No. But I have a good feeling that the forks were changed because that was the weirdest that that double pump in that in that landing area. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't like a a hot lap or anything. No. He was just he was cruising. He was, yeah, he was rolling yeah. really, and he it would just he hit the the face of that single, and it looked like the whole thing. Yeah, it, yeah. it looked like a double compressed. So. I, and and as we talk about this, and we, we're talking about that and the practice and the heat, I, I felt like my note 
besides Chase doing Chase things, was I felt like the track was really starting to break down. It was breaking down a lot, and and that was only foreshadowing what was about to happen, but I felt like had the track stayed dry, stuff was breaking down, because they're like, oh yeah, the track crew was out, and I'm like, really? I, you can't tell. No, yeah, I noticed that. It did, it did not look like they no. they maintained the track at all. Um, I, being from the north and the northern dirt, it's hard to groom those. Those tracks get deep. It's it's not sand. It's not. It's like loose soil. And then when it gets hard, it gets hard, and it stays hard. And mm-hmm. you can't you can't break down those ruts. They just they stay there. It, it, it looked like the the normal dirt that I was comfortable riding on, you know, back when. But yeah, those, those, the ruts are hard to break once they're there, and you seen that in that track. They didn't yeah. they didn't go away, and they stayed hard. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah the breaking, especially like coming to the finish line, that acceleration bumps out of that corner that they were all taking. Yeah, it was like there was so much chop, and I'm like, I don't even understand how they're accelerating through this because it was just like that 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 yeah, that that. It's like a mini whoop section. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what where I'm I've always been used to riding, and it doesn't take more than a couple laps to get some serious breaker bumps and everything. Yeah, so you'll be coming down into a turn, and you're you just feel. Yeah, there'll be times that your steering could be loose and you start losing handlebars because you're, you know, you're going down in. A good suspension is the only thing that takes care of that, but it's the great north. And honestly, it's it's one of those, I feel like, for a national series, that's an area they got to go to. Like, it, yeah. it's whether it's Boston or New York, or that, they've got to be in that area. So, made it through the 250 West, 250 East, 450 Heat 1 and 2, 250 LCQ, honestly... I'm going to let you talk, but I, I only have one note. I'm going to back it up a few steps because the okay. Futures was a good race. You're right. They, yeah. they, they put some serious laps in. Um, that was, I think that was one of the better ones. Yeah. Usually usually it's pretty spread out, but we still had, what, Bomber, uh, Bennett, and DeFrancisco, one, two, and three. Uh, it's still, that's pretty normal, but it was good racing. And the, especially the end. Yeah, usually one takes it over the other, and that's just how yeah. the Futures have been. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good racing. Then um, don't want to leave out local boy Evan Ferry coming in at tenth. Um, that was a pretty good race after falling. At the after start. falling, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he made his way back. He, he's an awesome rider too. So, so I want to, I want, I want to talk about the end because was it Bomer, Juju, and then Benick. I want to know who the kid was in the middle that was probably thinking. Oh God, I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, they're coming to the last corner, and Bomer goes on the outside because he's like, "Okay, he's not going to come on the inside." And all of a sudden, Benick's like right there, and I feel like that poor kid in the middle is like, "Oh, Dad Gum, I'm about to die right here." Yeah, but Bomer pulled it out. They're so used to racing with each other. I'm sure it's not the first time that yeah. it's happened. Or... And honestly, Benick could have taken him out. Yeah, could have, could have. It was a smart race yeah i guess so they're they're progressing because i i think like had this been the future of one race it probably might have turned out a little bit different but don't you think now they're tied two to two yeah. we're going to utah and i'm really excited to see because bomer is kind of the face of the orange brigade mm-hmm. and and Benick is really trying to earn a ride with blucher Yep. And um, then uh, De Francisco's got green all the way. Yeah, I mean, he, that's, he's, that's he's locked change. in. He's locked in. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited to see like 
what happens because they are the three best. Yeah. Um, there is what the sixteen-year-old for Husqvarna. Oh, dang it! Why am I? My brain is like literally Casey Cochran. Yeah. Cochran, he's a good kid. He's. I listened to a podcast about him. He's still going to do some amateur stuff and and potentially may do a couple outdoors, but still do amateur next year. And he's right in there. And his story's really cool too. Yeah. His parents and breath fighter pilot. Yeah. And it's 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 just a really cool background where he comes from. But uh, but it's kind of like this has really given us a better perspective of who might actually be coming up. Yeah. So. I agree. I agree with that totally. Those, those races are good, and I didn't mean to short shift them. I just forgot to write them down. I actually thought about them, but yeah, they put on it, and they actually the racing. If we remember back from A2, it was rough. Some of those guys could not make it yeah, through stuff. And they couldn't, they weren't clearing anything. Yeah. They were casing everything. And that's like I said, they showed a lot of progression yeah. this week. It, it seemed like a, like we were watching a 250 heat. Yeah. It, it was, it was pretty good. But yeah, uh, LCQ. Um, but what do you got? Cause I got a few things, but. Well, I'll, I will, I, I appreciate the opportunity to go first. Mine's at the end. There was a lot of excitement the last 20 feet of the race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Josh Freeze takes that nasty hit for the the red flag and staggered yeah. start again. Um, and that's that's a hard situation for an LCQ. Yeah. Because when you see a staggered start period, it's rough because it's you know, heart rate up, heart rate down. And then to start like that is just miserable. I mean, a, a total restart would be hard too but i almost think that i'd rather have the i don't know yeah but i think the stagger start at least you get to maintain your position yeah yeah. Uh, on the real restart dude you god knows what could happen yeah yeah so i don't i've always been up in the air about that like i don't know how i would feel yeah it was either way it was and i'm i i I hope and honestly i went back and i finally got to see the verizzi crash and michelle and i both were kind of like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And you hate to say, like, was he just perturbed and it was one of those things? Because, like, watching his crash, it was like, I've seen worse. I don't know. But if you remember last year when Anderson went down and it literally looked like he just laid it over. Yeah. And it ended his night. Yeah. I mean, some these tracks are hard packed. And yeah. What doesn't look like a hard hit is a hard hit. I yeah. mean. It's we'll true. Go, we'll go like when I, I, you know, I rode MX school just to get some seat time at Dade City a few weeks back, and all I did was fall off the bike and rebroke my ribs. It's just, it doesn't. T- I mean, I landed on soft dirt at that. It just, and 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 I say that, and I want people to understand, I'm not, I'm not ridiculing or no, it's or it's just sometimes you're looking and you're like, okay, that wasn't even bad. That yeah. th- that didn't seem that bad. But we also don't see the impact. We're seeing the crash, yeah. but we don't see or, the impact. Or been in it, you know, yeah. like actually experienced that. Because some some of these tracks, you know, it looks soft. Or even Dade City, for example, that's a very soft track. Yeah. And you, it's about one of the softest ones you're ever yeah, going to ride. But you can, I mean, I came out of there totally messed up. It doesn't, it, you never, you just never know. It, one little hit could, yeah. it can totally destroy you, so... It's hard to tell what actually happened. I, and I never heard anything. And it sucks for Varees because, honestly, I mean, he's one of those kids, like, he's actually a good writer. Yeah. He should be, maybe he's not a factory guy, but he should be one of those guys in the main every week. He's yeah. he's that good. And and to have him have an accident like that, it, 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 it's tough. So, 
Luckily, I mean, this this is really callous, and I apologize. He wasn't on my fantasy team, but like, there's a lot of people that picked him because he is one of those guys. Like, you just expect him to be in the main. Yeah. Like, he's just that good a guy, and you see him do an accident like that, and you're like, that's not really what he does, and. And then you're like, oh, he'll get up. And then he's caused a red flag. And you're thinking, and then you see the accident and you're like, oh, okay. Like he rolled out of that. But we don't know the impact or, or what else. And, and and it just, that sucks. So that's all I had from the 250s was that the ending, the that's ending the was, <laughs> the ending was dynamic. That yeah. was outstanding. Yeah, because it was, that was a wicked pile up right at the end. And Miller pretty much could have screwed everybody yeah. tonight. Um, but giving Dylan Schwartz the, the final spot because of it, it, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I mean, it's domino effect. Well, I'm going to say I appreciate that there was a problem because Schwartz was on my fantasy team. Yeah. And because of him, I beat my wife this week. So I'm getting closer. Yes, yes, yes. I beat her by like 30-something points this week, so I'm getting closer. But I actually... They always talk about how the scoring, the 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 electronic scoring is at the bottom. Yeah. Who was the guy that was in front? It wasn't Miller. It I was. I can't remember, but he he just crossed it. But I feel like if it's really at the bottom, I feel, obviously he didn't because Schwartz got it. Yeah. But I don't know where it is on that hill. I think it's right. So they wrecked like still they were still on the flat, and I think it's like pretty much as your front wheel starts to incline. Yeah, it's like right in there. Because that guy, that guy tried to like heck to yeah get it. But because of that wreck, the time and scoring was all screwed up yeah. for for the yeah. four fifty LCQ. So you yes. know that they they took it out yeah. somewhere. Somewhere it hit something. Yeah. But uh, but no, and that's and that's why like honestly, if you ever get the chance, if you get the chance to go to a Supercross, there are breaks all all night. Do not leave during the LCQs because no, they the are reason. the most exciting. Yeah. Because these guys are fighting for gas for their vans or gas for their flight home, and they will do almost anything to get in those races. Yeah, there's there is no there's rolls, but there's no rolls in their head. No. It's just it's all or nothing. Yeah, and it is literally for those guys. It's all or nothing. Yeah. So um, some of the best racing you'll see. It might not be the top guys. You might not know their names like we do, but. They're gonna, yeah. They're gonna put on a show. I got the hiccups. I don't understand this. Sorry, guys. The video quality is going to be bad for a while. I've all of a sudden got the hiccups. We'll I got rid of. It out. I got rid of them, and they came came back. We got the podcast figured out, and we'll figure out the rest later. All right. So two fifty LCQ. We had excitement at the end. Four fifty LCQ hit us. I'm gonna try to get rid of these while right. you're talking. Um. Good night for Simonson. Um, first ever main. Exciting. Absolutely exciting for for him in that case. I really have nothing special about the 450 LCQ. It, we talked about Cartwright earlier. So it was a rough night for him. Um, uh, and I like that guy. Yeah, because his, just his background and the, the work that he puts in is yep. astonishing. And to see him go down always sucks. But he he's typically not in that position. But I think he cause that position yeah um he i think he could have had mcelrath all night long and then so feel bad but you don't feel bad i mean you kind of you kind of let him go you should have you should have kept kept on it but while i'm in between hiccups partzilla put three 
three guys in the main. How about that? Like, yeah. I mean, Kawas- Kawasaki PRMX, they've got three three guys. They put them in the main. Boom. Like, that's I, – I think for those little teams, that means a lot. Talk yeah. to me while I hiccup again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's gonna be the highlight of the show. Charlie's hiccup. We're raw, like hey, yeah, it is yeah, what it is. The hiccup show, but yeah, that was that was big for that team. Um, it wasn't a couple weeks ago they were at each other's throats. Yeah, you know, kicking each other out of the mains. Yeah. And uh, I think I told you on on that episode that there was gonna be a, there would probably be some discussions after after that. And this week looked way more teamly. And I'm, I'm, I, I like to, I like to see that it's the, those privateer teams like that are. That's awesome. And, and it means that it means everything to them. Like that, well, that's what it, keeps the team going. And I think you and I like it because it's who we are. Yeah, it's who we are. Like we, we appreciate the, those guys. Like they're, they're, they're trying so hard just to make it. Yeah. And the the owners are trying hard to make it. The owners Canadian, they're like. Some of those guys are going to be running the Canadian Motocross here this year. Some of them may be running uh, World Supercross. Some of them are going to qualify for the SMX. And they're like, dude, we just want the publicity. Like, yeah. help us out. And they're they're gaining it slowly. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're getting more publicity with their riders each and every week, especially when they put on rides like that. And even even if they had that little confrontation, their riders. But look! Look how much media they got. Yeah. Because of that. And, yeah. Um, so maybe the, the argument probably wasn't real great, but I bet deep down the owner, you know, might have been pissed. But I guarantee he's like, yeah, they, we really shined this weekend. But. I I love to get him on at some point. I think his name's Julian. But uh, golly, Pete, I am so sorry. This is not our most professional one. Uh, Julian, he's from Canada. Canada and he's he just does he just has a passion for the sport kind of like you and I feel like we love the sport yeah. <laughs> he's got a passion for the sport <laughs> I my wife is going to actually like I cannot put this out we're putting it out it's we're gonna be it out we're putting I it can't out do it again you know what's gonna be awesome is there was a hiccup in the supercross coverage yeah we're gonna call this the hiccup episode that's fine because we're about to go to the 250 main which the East-West shootout was the 250 main, but there was an over an hour-long delay because thunderstorms, lightning, they emptied the stadium. The track went from this dry, slippery track to... A hog pit. I was going to say mud bog. Hog pit works good, too. It looked better as a hog pit because it was slick and shiny. Like, when they started, it looked like I've seen guys at River Ranch that dr- drive their trucks through ponds. That's that, what it looked like. That start was. Whew. I I give it off to like a hundred percent and Scott and all these goggle makers because I know what it's like being from the north. I know what it's like to ride in that, and you lose. When I was racing, it's like you ride lap five, you're losing goggles yeah. because that. The roll-offs aren't working. The tear-offs gave up. There's there's mud underneath the roll-offs. So yep. you, you, you slide it, and next thing you know, you're sliding mud across, and then you're screwed. Yep. So it's, you know, hats off to every single one of those guys because I know what it's like, and that start was Harley. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to let you run with it. This is my first note. They were <laughs> racing. 
Yeah. They were racing. Yeah. So let's talk about there, that. There was... This separates the men from the boys. Sorry if I can't say that, but I'm saying it anyway. Because okay. those boys... I mean, this literally shows the difference in riding style. And I have, on both the 250 and the 450, the MXGP boys, this was their time to shine. And yeah. it's short, that's exactly what they did. And first, I'm going to give it off to you know Colin Park for going into the LCQ and still coming out eighth overall. Yeah. That was an awesome ride for him. Um, and you can find him tonight on HBI Church Service. Correct. Yeah, and if you guys, side note, um, every single Monday night, 8 p.m., Matt Bell, um, it's a motocross church service, great experience. Usually we're, we're in-depth in this, and I don't get to much join anymore, but it's a it's a really good, just a really good sit-down and yeah. think type of thing. Yeah, Colin Park's usually there, um, you get to interact with these guys, and so yeah, reach out to me, reach out to Matt Bell, and... Um, give them a give them a like, but yeah, bringing it back into this, um, what a freaking ride for Max Anstey, and there's I don't think there's anybody else that deserves it like no. he does, and that, he was so happy. It, it is amazing. I'm gonna pull up my mic here. That guy loves racing in America. Yeah, and he is so happy. And like Michelle said, she goes, I'm "Not really his biggest fan, but my." God, watching him on interviews, how can you not like him? He's just smiling ear yep. to ear. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. He, even if he ruins his entire night, he's like, you know, I'm just happy to be racing. I'm happy to be here. And, and we'll, we'll learn from that. We'll come back next week. And, you know, they all say that, but he means it. Yeah. He absolutely means it. That was an awesome ride for him. And that, that they're, he's used to riding in those conditions. Yeah. And that, that um, the MXGP, they, they ride that all the time. Well, that, it's always nasty over there. That's one of my notes is, way to go, Max. I mean, that was awesome. I mean, yeah. and, and he had such a big lead. The way that track was, I mean, it was it, it never stopped raining. It, no, it was unbelievable. It, was, it poured. And then it seemed like it led up in the 250s, but in the 450s, it yeah. just dumped yeah. it at the end there. Yeah. They, that track got so broke down. But, yeah, it was that was awesome. Um, so did Max slow down or did Jet catch him? I think Jet caught him. I, Jet was putting in some serious laps in that mud. Yeah. Like Jet can usually pull anything out of you know out of a hat, and he can come back and win just about anything. But I think Jet put on a serious ride, and I somebody's gonna shoot me in the foot. But if you look how Jet rode and look how Hunter rode, Hunter was back there. He wasn't making much progress. You know he got lucky at the end, and I, we'll get there. But um, Jet truly shined on the better rider in that yeah. in that perspective, anyway, because that was, I think he really put on a show coming up through there. It to for those guys to even be hitting any, hit, they were still hitting that trip or that. that I trip. know, I know. I I told Brianna we're laying in bed watching. I'm like, can I can't imagine hitting that thing because they'll come off that totally sideways. You lean your body weight the opposite way of the bike, but I can't. I don't know how they were getting the traction to hit that thing. They jumped everything. Yeah. I was like, we're watching, and I thought, oh, they're not riding. They're jumping. It wasn't until late in the 450 main that they started rolling well, stuff. You know when Justin Barsha quits jumping yeah. stuff that it's <laughs> yeah. that track is ruined. But they were jumping stuff in the 250 main. It is, I, 
I don't know how to explain this. If you're from Central Florida, you understand thunderstorms st- in the rain. If yeah. you if you live in an area that gets rain, you understand when it rains, it rains. Yeah, because we'll, it was raining. Yeah, we'll get four inches in half an hour. Yeah, you know that's a normal and, afternoon. And they were jumping the jumps. Yeah, that's why I said. That's why I said they were racing. Like they came out of the corner and they're doubling. Stuff tripling things, they're tripling, they're jumping the finish line, they're guys tripling. Are, guys are ripping goggles off. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, they're coming out with bloodshot eyes. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Like, they're. Ra- is there anything? I I, th- I told Michelle, I'm like, is there concrete under the track? How are they? Do- how are they doing this? Like, they were racing. Well, I would. Yeah, they <laughs> I mean, were racing. Yeah, and it was that was it was absolutely gnarly. And R J Hampshire. Okay, well, hold on before we get right. there. What, what do you got? Because <laughs> I, I my note is. What the hell was that move? But I've watched it seven times. He wrecked long before that move ever happened. Did he start crashing before the hay bales? I think. I think. It, I mean, it's hard to see because the front he, wheels turned. My my daughter who was visiting, mm-hmm. she's like, Dad, I've watched this video. She goes, I don't watch the race, but I watch all the videos that they post on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. She's like, I don't know when he started crashing, but it was a long time. Well, when, well I think he was coming in too hot. <laughs> I think he wanted it. Yeah. But he lost it about halfway down that straight stretch, and that's <laughs> he, he lost the whole thing. And would, would he have gone if, if it had been dry? Would he have jumped the berm? I think I think he'd have got it slowed down, but I think he might have hit Jet. Like You think so? At least hit like swing arm back and probably ruined both of their nights. Yeah. And you know that wouldn't have went over well. But his his face was just ridiculous. It didn't I mean, even look like him. No, he looked like something out of a, like Swamp yeah. Man or something. It was that was insane. And yeah, you could tell that he he totally lost it long before he came in hot. I mean, he he hit Jet regardless. What was awesome is on the podium they were they they all watched it. Yeah, and it was awesome because I loved Hunter's reaction. They were like, oh, and and Jet's like, oh, he crashed well before yeah. he ever hit me. But I will say, and it didn't get a lot of press. Lee talked about it on the broadcast, but Jet never let off the clutch hand. No, he and my, I, I loved his quote. His the the I wrote over him. Sorry, mate, I'm going this direction, yeah. and I, yeah. I lost it. I absolutely lost it. I mean, that's the Jet Lawrence that everybody knows. And I and I think Michelle and I both talked about it last night. We watched their piece that they did when they did their Dade City ride. Yeah. And I don't know if most people understand. These guys, they're they're super popular. Yeah. They don't have to do this stuff. And they make so many people's days. And the Just fact... Who they are. And, and, and someone said they're not corporate. And the funny thing is, is they really are corporate. Because my, my nephew was over watching the 250 Main with me last mm-hmm. night. And he's like, what do you think about the hat backwards? And I said, the Red Bull logo is still visible. Yeah. He's like, you're okay with that? And I'm like, he has Honda, Red Bull's over here. Mm-hmm. The hat was backward. Yeah. Red Bull was there. And I said, they're talking, and people love them. And and for me, I am a very, very low-key, very good. These guys, they have made me like them. Yeah, they, they do what they they're they're themselves. They don't yeah. They don't put on a show. They if they're if they're angry, they're angry. If they're happy, they're happy. And they're always going to do something. That just being themselves makes them likable. And they haven't asked for the publicity. No, that's been brought on by NBC, 
NBC, Supercross, Feld, yeah. Pro Motocross, that's been brought on. Yes, they do things that help them get publicity. They have Lucas Myrtle as their agent. They have done things out of the box. <clears throat> but they haven't asked for Feld to give them no, and that stuff. They're just happy to be here. I mean, <coughs> they've, they've absolutely sacrificed for everything yeah. that it's well-earned. It's all well-earned. They're great guys, and they're they're us being from Florida. We know, but they give they they still give back to the community. Yeah. They do um, they do the ride days at Dade City, um, the Halloween costume contest. The Jet Jet um, is one of the judges, and I have I have our number one plate yeah. autographed by Jet because we won it last year, and they it's not like they're stuck up. They they're there. They're they're when when they have their off time which isn't very often because they're very popular they're they're still out in the community giving back yeah. so um, no, I, I feel like they they put on a performance that New York deserved but they also they told us on the broadcast like they're them they're they're yeah. they're them and, and and as much as I would love to hate them because they are the up and coming popular people they just they, they're just hard to dislike because they come back to the community. I told Michelle last night we were watching I'm like, do you know how many hours they spent at Dade City? Like, they had an autograph booth. And then, they're showing video of Hunter just sitting out in the crowd. Hey, how's it going? And he's signing up more more stuff and I'm like, they don't need to be here. They don't have to do that. No. And at Dade City, when they do their ride day, they pay for the entire night. Yeah. So, we all go out, we ride for free. Yeah. And... We ride on them. They're there. They're interacting with you all night long. They're, it's just it's an awesome experience and what they do for the entire community. You can tell now. Don't get me wrong. Like there's nights. I've seen Jed at Dade City. We've talked, and you can tell that he's he's wore out. Yeah. I mean, he has his nights where he's wore out. He's not happy Jet that you see on TV. But I mean, it's it's well earned to be earned to be worn out like that. He. These guys work nonstop. Yeah, I mean, all these riders work nonstop, but these boys are so popular that they're worked to death. Yeah, and guess what? They are cashing in. We're not gonna. We're. It's not a pity party. No, they're cashing in. Yeah, I mean, they're <clears throat> they're they're getting well compensated yeah. for everything that they're doing. But and they've earned that. I mean, for for those that aren't super familiar, Jet, the younger one, is going 450 motocross this year. He has contracts with Red Bull. He has contracts with Honda. They have. He has his own donut company. Yeah. Like they, they're, they're fine. They're fine. But they also, they appreciate what they've earned, mm-hmm. and they also realize they've chosen to live in Florida, and they've chosen like Dade City. They live near Dade City. They've worked out an agreement. I'm sure there's some financial gain somewhere, somewhere down the line. Probably. But guess what? People come. There was a girl last night with dwarf, dwarfism who started writing because of Jet. Yeah. Guess what? She They've won. They've won because this girl, girl whose dad rode, but because this kid named Jet started writing, she's like, oh, dad, I want to start writing. Mm-hmm. And they've won. They've won. Whatever they want to do to increase the sport and – we can go off on that branch on De- Deegan. And he's going to do... We're in a economic 
power play right now yeah. between the Lawrences and Deegan, Feld better watch out because they could say, we'd like to take this sport and we'll we'll just take it. Yeah, You guys can figure it out. They could take that sport wherever they want. If those three riders decided they wanted to go to World Supercross, there's nothing they – if the teams would be willing to pay them, mm-hmm. Feld and American Motocross, they'd be lost because they are the future. But, I mean, going back, there's there's not many other riders like the Lawrences that will do that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, I mean how many live in Florida? We have many of them. Let's say we'll say we'll go down. Chase Sexton lives in Florida. Tomac Ken does. Roxon. Tomac does not. Ken Roxon does. Uh, Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb. R.J. Hampshire. Um, Ch- uh, Chisholm. Evan Ferry. Evan Ferry. Yeah. Cochran. Cochran yeah. lives in Florida. The, the Reeds lived here. The, yeah. I mean, Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart. It, we can go on. And they put themselves out there. We are in the heart of motocross. Yeah. Period. And that's that's what we said when we started this podcast. We're, we were in the heart of motocross, you know. And I would say, what? Probably fair to say that 75% of the pro riders. Yeah. Live here. Yeah. If they don't live here, they train here. Yeah. So, it might even be better than 75%, you know, yeah. based off the training. So, but, and you don't see 2% of that doing anything yeah. for the community. We get we get a ride day with Weston Pike, Damon Bradshaw. Um, well, if, if, if Yamaha comes down and does a Jason Reigns thing, you might get one of the yeah, top guys. Yeah, or... you, but it, it's... These guys are doing this stuff I mean, all the time. For God's sakes, I love Mookie. What does Mookie do in the public? He goes fishing with his friends. Yeah. Like, I love Mookie, but he doesn't do anything with the public. He lives 30 minutes from here. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. I, so, you can dig on them all you want, but they're putting themselves out there. Yeah, and they're at least giving back. Yeah. They're, yep. You Even at a young age like that where, I'd say it, when I was that young, I would not care about doing anything like that yeah oh, so i no. can't you can't knock them at all i no, mean at 16 years old i just want to know what girl i could be with exactly next. and yeah. i think i think that's what gave me the the inspiration for those guys because you you see everything that are, that they're doing yeah. and um it's, it's just cool it's everything that they do is awesome but um enough of that but we have to we have to say congratulations max anstey yeah congratulations you are a super Cross winner, and you gave one hell of a podium speech. Yeah. We what's funny thing is I was following Twitter, and they're like, "Oh boy, this is gonna be a seven minute long podium speech." And I'm like, "I'm here for it. I'm ready." Like, yeah, I made sure I listened to. Yeah, it. he he's just so excited. <clears throat> so we have Max Nancy, all Honda podium. Max Jet Hunter. By the way, the fact that Hunter got up and still finished second Jet. after. Jet, sorry. Jet finished second after being basically bowled over. I mean... That's what he said. Mate, I gotta go this way. (laughs) (laughs) And then Hunter finished third. Congratulations. Great, great night. We go to the 450s. The rain's not letting up. And it's like, this could be a huge points-changing night. And I'm thinking, this could be a huge points-changing night in the negative because Eli had his crash. and, And Hunter... I mean, Hunter... Uh, Cooper Webb is like, I'll make it work. Chase Sexton, 
He'll ride carefully. I'm thinking he'll ride carefully. We forgot there's a lot of depth in this field. And all of a sudden, the gate drops. And who do we have? Bam Bam and Roxy. Yep. Let's go to 450s. And that's... I didn't ex- I did not expect that. We get Roxon out there who's got more Europe skills. And Roxon excels in this. Um, Sexton out front. And Barsha takes out his front end. But did he? Did he? Not on purpose. Did, did he? Come on. I mean, he made that move twice. So, I want to say... Barsha, That's a block pass, right? Barsha takes out his front end, but it wasn't a bam-bam move. No, no, no. Not no, by any no, means. No, But also, in a mutter like that, anything goes. Because you have got to be out front first. There's no other way around it, or you're getting a face full of mud the whole race, and your, your night's ruined. So... He didn't do it on purpose because we've all seen the bam bam moves, and that was not a bam no, bam no. move. It I mean, it was it was it was this. It was a slip and slide, and they yeah. might have hit knobs. But yeah, yeah it was that was not a bam bam move. So okay. when I when I say he took out his front end, he he did take him out, but not. So you and I are both on the same page. Yeah, on that. he okay. didn't intentionally take him out. He because Twitter's Twitter sphere is that what it's called? Twitter sphere. They oh, it's now zero days from bam bam being, being bam bam. Yeah. yeah. That irritated me the second they said the second they said that on the broadcast. Like, you know, I've been Bam has been clean for sixty some days or whatever, and there but goes bu- that. But Bubba defended him. Yeah, and it that wasn't a okay. that was not a dirty okay. move because he did the same move later in the race, and it was, I mean, the person backed off and yeah. I'd I'd like to see any of those guys. Okay, I we're not going to count in Carmichael or, or or Bubba, but. Like, see any of those other guys go out there and race in that yeah, and not hit somebody else. Yeah. You know, th- try to make a pass and not hit them. You, you can't steer the bike like you can steer the bike any other time. So, uh, so I just want to make sure we agree because no, I I'm, not the totally world's, agree. I'm not the world's biggest Bam Bam fan, but I even was like, eh, that wasn't. I mean, honestly, it's muddy. It's slippery. Yeah. They were, they were this far. And I don't know if. Sexton could have done anything different. I don't know if Barsha could. No. It just, it just kind of. You can't hit your brakes and stop. No. You, you slide. It's, yeah. it's like riding on ice. There, there's nothing else that could have been done. Maybe. No. No. I, I, okay. I can't see any other scenario. Okay. So, yeah, Roxon looked comfortable. Just, you know, just like ANSI, they, the MotoGP um, really shines for these guys. It's And they were still jumping stuff. Yeah. My, one of my favorite moves of that race was Barsha, when Barsha passed Roxon, he passed him and still skimmed the whoops. Like, yeah. perfect. And at this point, this track was so broken down that there was, there was... It was like a mud bog on a Saturday night with a 12-pack of beer. With And it was like black magic that they're even hitting the whoops. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And I, like I said, I couldn't believe that they were hitting that triple... Hitting the finish line. Yeah. But you know about, what, three quarters of the way through, when, when Barsha stopped hitting everything, it got real. Like, yep. But the funny thing is, he stopped, and Eli was still jumping it. Yeah, I've seen it. They're going to go back to Eli, and he's hitting it. And, yeah. You know, and Barsha skimmed the whoops for, like, ever. And you tell him that quit for, he would skim a few, and then he'd jump one, yeah. and then he'd skim a few more. But, you know, Barsha skimmed them whoops for pretty much the entire race. And, and then, was, it, then when he stopped, his feet started getting dangly. and Yeah, it just it looked like a rag doll out there. And and that's what happened to Roxon too. It, he almost lost it there at the end, and yeah. that's, that's what he said. I 
Yeah, well, he did. He did dump it over once. He did. Yeah, he, he fell dumped over, it over right yeah. at the whoops because he's like, I stopped skimming the whoops. And it's, that's what I have. I have great salvage by Tomac, ill-timed tip over by Roxon. Yeah. Like, and it's unfortunate, but I'm impressed that they kept it up as well as they did. You know, there was no really gnarly crashes or anything like that. No. They, they rode extremely well for the conditions. Um, I, I'm extremely impressed. That Barsha lapped all the way up to fourth. That's crazy. And that, he lapped lap Webb. That is... I, I, actually, I have that in my notes. That is absolutely nuts That's to like me. history. That is nuts. Because I I can't... I can't think in my time that any, any time that's ever... See, when I was younger, in motocross, Carmichael lapped everybody. Okay. And he lapped... In motocross, in motocross, not that's a long, supercross. that's a long track. Yes, but in in a supercross race, that's they lapped up to fourth. Yeah, and and he took the second in points in that lap yeah. three. And 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 Webb had nothing. Like Webb didn't even fight to stay on the no. lap. It was like okay, cool. I also have Morans and Norin. Congratulate. Yeah. I did not know Morans. Could even get around in mud. I understand, and that's why Michelle and I wanted to because Moran's was right behind Webb, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I wish that we could see the time. How far ahead is Webb? Because it's one lap down. I want to know is Webb ahead by 50 seconds, and he's about to lap Moran's, or is Moran's like, I'm going for everything, and I'm going to try to get mm-hmm. like because congratulations, Moran's. Moran's is the guy that. A week ago, or two weeks ago, got a great start, and then got basically taken off by Sexton, Sexton and now all of a sudden he's in the top ten in the Supercross, and yeah. it's like this guy's trying to make mains, driving a van, flying to races, making helmet sponsors so that he can make money to get, yeah. and he's top ten in the Supercross. That's where I say that these mud races really give people the other the you know the, yeah. these other guys the opportunity to shine now, Moran's is a, a whole different ball game he's he's been up there he shows that he can be up there yeah he might not be able to hold it out but he did this weekend and he's young and the yeah. funny thing is is he's young he's I think he's 23 24 he's got time maybe he'll never be a factory guy but he's got time to be a Kyle Chisholm yeah but he's he's there yeah he's putting, yeah, yeah. He's putting in the work he's yeah. he's showing awesome progress and he's he's making a difference so um, yeah, hats off to him. It, it was a good race for those guys. But do you look at the time breaks? Did you look at the time differences? Oh my god, it was like, okay, so Barsha's destroying everybody. Yeah, Tomax in second once, and it was crazy. Once, once Roxon went down, that gap never changed. And I'm like, okay, maybe Sexton's gonna catch. Oh, Roxon, that gap never no, changed. The top three were the absolute top yeah. three. There yeah. was the. Uh, it, it blew my mind when, when Barsha was getting up to fifth, and we're we're talking like fifty two seconds down, yeah, fifty eight seconds. Next thing you know, it's like sixty two seconds, and there's Webb right in front of Barsha. I'm like, gee, man, yeah, it's it's just one of those things that's just mind blowing because you you don't see it very often. And I think this race made this series whole because we have our Anaheim one, we have our West Coast tracks. We have our East Coast tracks. We have our dome tracks. We have our super speedway tracks. Mm-hmm. We finally had a mutter. It's been a few years since we've had a true, a true mutter. mutter. And I, I can't even remember the last one. 
Daytona at some point because like Dayton- even- Daytona in fourteen was probably the worst mutter yeah. that I've ever seen. I think it was fourteen. Yeah, and that K double still out there, and they were blowing bikes up. They were yeah. you know that was because that- even Anaheim some of the mutters they've had in Anaheim, the track's been okay. Yeah, it gets slick. And yeah, you get deep spots, but like that that was a Daytona mutter right yeah. there. That yeah. was a Florida rain and a nonstop, and it was. It's cool to see. I'm glad I don't have to do it anymore. <sighs> Michelle and I were talking like, how bad do you feel for AP? That AP w- would have been on that podium, and Barsha even, yeah, Barsha even acknowledged it. it on the podium. AP this was, would have been up here, yes. And I, there's not a doubt in my mind that. He and the funny thing is, Michelle and I were talking. This was a GNCC. Yeah, this was a GNCC, and it's funny is like they're throwing goggles, and Michelle and I were talking like. Ooh, we got to get some tear offs so that we can have three or four tear offs to start no, because no. of roll offs and and it was like these guys were going through two GNCCs ago. This is what it looked like, yeah. And they do it for three hours. These guys were trying to make it seventeen minutes and a lap, yeah. And they're just not. You, and as someone said, someone brought it up on the prog- on the broadcast. We race perfect. We practice on perfect tracks. We train on perfect tracks. We race on perfect tracks. Yeah. This is not our norm. No. And I'm I was proud of them for saying like you know like NASCAR. NASCAR doesn't race in the rain. Like when that happens because now they have some of their short tracks they run rain tires and the road course there they don't know how to do that shit. Like No, but that's that's where the true riders shine. Yeah, yeah. Like anybody that can conquer all the elements, they're on top. Yeah. So, so I think awesome for I hate to interrupt you, but I think awesome I feel like that was a stamp it. I don't want to hit the table because it's going to really echo. That was a stamp it moment for Roxon right there. Yeah. I know it's only 11 points, but that was a st- – because there's only three rounds left. Two rounds. No, there's – Three. There's Nashville, Denver, and Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, can, he can not ride it out. As long as he's right behind Webb the rest of the time, he's good to go. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll, I think he's uh... – Gonna have a good outcome. Yeah. Um, and Tomac extends the the points lead back to eleven, and, and twenty one on Sexton. It was a good a good gain on Webb. Yeah. Instead of going the opposite way, and look at that, just one race. Yeah. And uh, Hunter almost had the chance to to clinch his title. Yeah, he's at forty nine points, and he needed fifty two. He needed fifty two. Yeah. He'll clinch it this weekend. Yeah. And I think no matter where he gets, he'll probably clinch it this weekend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Nashville. It's a great city. Like if you. Haven't had the chance. Nashville is kind of one of the up. They're looking at MLB. They're they have a they have an NFL team. They're doing. I mean, they had the knockout round, the TKO, yeah. which Red Bull puts on. It's a, a rough enduro. They did the prologue in downtown Nashville, and so I, that city's up and coming. And the fact that they're having a Supercross there. I mean, honestly, for media, they go from New York to Nashville. That's that's a huge yeah. market because. MLB just came out with, I think it's Nashville, Salt Lake City, and two other towns are looking to put baseball. It's not just a country music hall of fame no, anymore. No, it's, no. it's they're, they're it's a to it's a tourist destination. Yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward because we had Roxon on national TV this week, and that that's coming out this weekend. Which I kind of was like, wait a second, you taught a dude how to ride a motorcycle, and that's not coming out on the day that. But like Michelle and I said. How many millions of people live in New York? They they can get seven sixty million sixty thousand people to come to a stadium, yeah. so 
that's going to be on today, this weekend. But then they're going to go to Nashville. Well, it's awesome. And it's another, like you said, Hunter's going to clinch this weekend. So when he goes to the East-West shootout or East-West showdown in, in Utah, it's not going to matter. It's not. It's, he can have fun mm-hmm. and relax and, and let it hang out. And it, there's no pressure. Um, so yeah. I, I don't have anything else. I, I was real congratulations to Moran's, Norin for great rides in that situation. Those are money-making events for those guys. Yeah, Th- That gets them to a couple extra rounds. Do you have anything else on that? No, that, that was it for that race. It was an awesome race. Um, hopefully these next three rounds are just as comparable yeah. to that. Maybe not the motor, but... Early round this weekend, 3 o'clock on yeah, Saturday. it's going to be another one of the day races. NBC, it's not going to be... Yes, they're going to be at the Titan Stadium, but it's it's... It's a day round, so be ready to watch. It's on NBC or Peacock, whichever one you want to watch on. Um, but we have to get to the most important things, really important things. We we cover the Supercross, but we <laughs> have amateur we have Bowen Schaefer at Dave City Again. round six. Yeah, what do we got? Uh, do, what do we got? I want to um, congratulate Carson Wood, um, one of the future MX riders out of Dade City. Uh, he's hitting the. FIM Junior World Championship yes. in Romania again. Yeah, I saw that. That's um, cool. That's that's actually. Can you imagine being a kid and being like, "Wait, I got a passport. What what are we doing? Romania? Okay, yeah. we're gonna go ride there. Race in Romania. Yeah. Why not? And then I think that that experience would be just out of this world for a kid that age. But um, yeah, hats off to him. I'm glad to see it. Uh, hope he does well over there. And can we congratulate? On a side note, can we congratulate Jack Chambers? His coach is Zach Osborne. Mm-hmm. Zach Osborne, we've we've talked about his route to American, you know, winning a championship, and he was he was kind of brought under by Dixon, and now Dixon is with Kawasaki and Jace, uh, Jason. Jason's the dad. Sorry, <laughs> um, Jack. Jack went. He's decided he's they're going to put him in the English Championships. Well, he did the first round this weekend. Went 2-2, finished second. Nice. Guess what? As you and I have said, like, racing is racing. Yeah. He went and raced. He got on the line. He's a Dixon, Kawasaki, shot gear. Guess what? And he's like, I got to race. I got to race. And he finished second. He went 2-2. There was a red flag in one of the races. He's getting the experience. And by the way, I still don't really care. The dude was in... Sardinia, nope, Trentino in Italy, mm-hmm. on the side of a mountain. I mean, if you saw any of the video, go to MXGP and look up Trentino. The The track is on a mountain. Yeah. If you and I were tourists, we'd be like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. So he's there. Next week, he's in England. He's from Auburndale, Florida, yeah. and he's racing in Europe. Overseas. Yeah, like, who cares? Who cares? He, Have fun. He's having the experience of the Yeah, and- like, enjoy it. You are, you are gaining. Whether you succeed or not, you're going to succeed because oh, you are come back a whole oh. other ride. And whether he, like I said, whether he takes over dad's company or becomes a really good rider, the experience that he's gained as a human being of being in, I got to have a passport. I got to figure out this flight. I don't really like this food. I like this food. Yeah. I'm taking this train. Why am I taking a train when I can just hop in this car and the experience that he's getting to have. So congratulations. I'm so for Jack. It's awesome. We're 
I'm I'm a huge fan. I think you're a huge fan too. And like you said, getting to go to Romania to race, like there's probably most of the people where the heck Romania is, and they're getting to go race there. Uh, One ten. I'll make sure we'll we'll delete that out. But where the heck Romania is, and this kid, as a kid, yeah, gets to go race in Romania. Yeah, yeah. So why not go do that stuff? Like, who cares what it... Yes, we all have a dream. Even if you don't succeed, I mean, you're going to... He's going to come back with so much experience. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's just the confidence because you, you, you went out, you did that. Yeah. Sure, he's with his parents. He's a young kid, but he's going to remember that for the rest of his life. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Dade City on our end. Round um, six. We had a... Much better weekend. Much better weekend. We, um... You got the new bike? Yeah. We raced the new bike last weekend. Okay. But we still had the, the nerves and the, the throttle sticking problem with... In his head. Uh, practice, he went out, he was okay. Um, Moto 1, the kid just lit up. You know, we, we did the, the bow and smile, the ready to tear it up, and he was, like, third out of the gate. And, um... He ended up going around. There's a split section of Dade City right now. Oh, really? He got stuck underneath the bike. <laughs> he went down. He got stuck underneath the bike. And I mean, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. I'm not going to say anything much. Um, he didn't get picked up as quick as he should have been. Um, by the time I made it the whole way across the track, he had dropped the whole way down to the bottom. And we still gained back to sixth in, after going down. And being stuck under the bike for like a minute and 30 seconds or so, two minutes, that's a, that's a lot of time yeah, to lose. Yeah, yeah. He still came back on a PW50 and got sixth. Um, then we, Moto2, he was he was ready to rock and roll at that point. Um, Which is awesome considering he was kind of stuck underneath his apparatus and now he's ready to go. So yeah. we got that bow and smile, we're ready to roll. Yeah, yeah. and we did the same thing. Moto2, we come out. I, I can't remember what we were off the gate, Moto2. Um, I was kind of looking forward instead of watching him, but uh, he was still pretty quick out of the gate. We ended up fifth overall on the night. I think he got a fourth in the the last moto, um, but it was it's extremely successful. I, I I think I was working on the bike till one thirty Friday night, just getting everything dialed in. P Dubs have a, a serious throttle problem, and I got his throttle just dialed in perfect for what we got right now we got a whole new setup coming here soon um it's really gonna take us throughout to the next level but um we had a really really successful night overall um and he's finally decided this is what he wants to do so now we're we're into the sponsorship and trying to find go that route and um see where it takes us from here very cool. So we had a. What did we end up? Because I, I saw the I saw I saw the smiling Bowen face on the podium. Yeah, we were fifth overall. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, so pretty decent night. Um, yeah. He beat over half pack. So cool. I think I don't know what we're sitting in points. We were tenth in points out of about thirty. Um, well, between and, you, mom, and Oakley, you got a quite a cheerleading squad. Yeah, I'm more just the mechanic. <laughs> I'm the mechanic there, the the race team manager and the mechanic. Lake Lake's not old enough to to know which way to go yet on that. No, but. he's in, we got the mother-in-law down here this yeah. weekend too. But so. but but I will tell you, Lake is the one that we all need to be careful of. That kid, 
he's he's gonna be he's gonna be dangerous. Once the diaper disappears, he's gonna be dangerous. You no, know, it, it rips off about every day, so we're <laughs> we're getting there. I think um, I think this week we're gonna go buy a KTM Mini, okay, and um, we're gonna start introducing the the heavy two stroke world, and um, I think I think there's some bright things in the future coming for him. He's he's showing a lot of progression. Um, as long as we keep the smile. At first, we didn't think it was gonna. Yeah. We weren't sure it was gonna take off, but now we're we're full into it. So, um, yeah, the, the next steps the uh, sponsorship. I mean, once we we get to that level and we'll carry on from there. Well, we don't have. I mean, honestly, it's uh, we don't. There wasn't much racing. There was. There was some of the amateur series going on this weekend and some of the off-road series. There wasn't a lot extra. So we had the Supercross and we had Dade City. Um, it's funny, my nephew, who is just won the GNCC last weekend mm-hmm. in the B4x4 class, he's like, hey, man, he goes, you guys, there, there's all these other series. And I'm like, all right, man, here's the deal. And I'm just putting this out there. I'm, I'm putting it out in the ether is we would love to cover – we want to cover as much local All of them, yeah. racing as we can. And he told me, he's like, I can find people because there's the IXCR, there's the Mideast, there's 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 mid there's uh the NCH National North Carolina Hair Scramble, the NCHSA, there's the Sorks, there's this there's the SECA, there's there's all these series that cover all this racing. And Derek and I have some things that we can't talk about that we're trying to work on that if we get to do that, you're going to see big smiles on our faces because this is the stuff that we want to do. But my nephew, nephew, cousin, nope, nephew, my nephew was like, I want you to be able to cover this stuff. I'm like, all right, here's the deal. Find us somebody that can give us those reports because Derek and I both, I have a real job, as this patch says. Derek has a real company. He has three kids. We have jobs. We would love to report on those, and we will give the credit to whomever gives us those reports. And we want to cover what happened in the IXCR because there was some good racing. There was a national enduro in Arkansas. They raced through a buffalo field. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I mean, we, like we said to begin with, it'd be trying to focus on like the Florida racing, but there's there's much other racing. But even just in Florida, we got the I4MX, got the Florida series now yeah. started. We got. You know all the the FTR and it's there is so much racing. Well, speaking of FTR, I haven't raced since March. I think I'm gonna go do the Punta Gorda race Punta this week. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go do the uh, old man. I know I don't look like it, but I'm gonna do the plus fifty, the uh, super senior class this mm-hmm. week. Actually, it's not plus fifty; it's plus forty five. Super senior class this weekend because we have the Richland Enduro coming up soon, and then in June we have the Cherokee National and. That's what I'm going to announce tonight is I'm actually in 2024. I'm going to do the full National Enduro Series. Um, something Michelle and I have wanted to do. We we just like seeing different places. And, and so we're going to do – it's only nine races, so there may be some other local races. But that's going to allow Michelle and I to – if you happen to be at Dade City or there's another race going on is Michelle and I will just be able to go down and – Hey, hang out on a Sunday and go watch a race. Watch. And, yeah, yeah, just go watch a race because we love racing. And so I'm going to do the nine round in National Enduro Series next year, and and um, I'm looking forward to that. And I can't wait to have those experiences to bring because I can't imagine this weekend like they were racing on shell rock down waterfalls and through 
open fields through like buffalo pastures mm-hmm. and it's like how cool like this is a sport we love to do and I'm getting to ride here, like yeah. right here, and and I think of like Dade City, like the historicness of Dade City, and and Mesa, and Moto Bros, and Gatorback, and Diamondback, and all these There's places. Spider. There's so many places. Yeah. I will. I I forgot to bring up. I, I did get to sit down and talk to Christian Craig. How was um, that? He it, Jagger was out racing, so he his mind was elsewhere. But I asked him how he was feeling. And he's like not real great. Um, so the whole Craig family was at Dade City this weekend racing, um, which is just cool. Like they're able to go out and be a family. Another part of Dade City that we yeah. uh, that we this year we plan to run as many series as we could. Um, things got switched around when we started getting in the points hunt at Dade City. Um, we have the EJM series that we are going to run as well, um, but we've 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 taken our focus and geared it towards getting the full year on the PW and getting that experience behind them because that's just that that first year is just what they need yeah and then we're going to implicate the the mini this this coming week next week so he do PW and the mini yeah so he'll he'll jump on the PW he'll race a moto he'll jump straight off the PW and get on a mini okay that's just how they run them how they run the motos for the little bikes up there so he'll literally come off and the mini will be sitting on the line ready to go and then he'll jump on that and we'll do it all over again so that that gate experience is gonna totally broaden his horizons and you know um, get him a lot more comfortable with what he's doing. But yeah, the any chance you get to go to Dade City and you're probably gonna see somebody important there. You're gonna see somebody that you've seen on TV or they're gonna talk about them or everybody. It's kind of like the central yeah historic motocross track that of course i mean they're not perfect the the track's not perfect the they're going through a lot of staffing changes right now and it's it's difficult but it's still dade city motocross yeah. i mean well i knew you would talk to me about some sponsorship stuff and and as i said derek and i are working on a few things and and we hope that we have some positive stuff and i guess actually wh- however this turns out for you and i there's going to be some positive stuff that comes out of it yeah, because regardless. whether it works out positively or not in the way we want it, we're going to do it anyway. But we were talking about some sponsorship stuff, and one of the things I had the opportunity, this is where I get to go back to my roots in other forms of racing, and one of the big things was is can you can you solve a problem for the sponsor? Mm-hmm. And... and we would love to have sponsorship dollars. Like we would love to do that, but I'm not good enough. I'm 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 a, I'm a low level. Bowen's not good enough. No. There's nothing deserved at this point. You're just hoping for. But as we approach these sponsorship things, there may be some conversations that we talk about in meetings we have, um, discussions we have, um, times that we get to talk to vendors because i have some gear i really want the opportunity to run for me coming up because i have some goals i want to do you're looking at now different bikes and gear and time and well those sponsorships help so those are the we're on episode seven we have eight nine and ten to go before we're going to branch off but once we get to ten we may sit down with one of these motorcycle 
companies or motorcycle, uh, not companies, uh, the stores or dealerships, dealerships and yeah. and tracks and and figure out like okay what what are you looking for yeah because there's there's a we talked in the beginning and what this was going to be all about there's more to racing than racing yeah um our week leading up to racing has nothing to do with racing it's it's cutting checks it's counting cash and it's spending all of it getting ready but that all comes from somewhere, yeah. and it all goes to somewhere that has to do with racing. So there's there's so much business around the business of racing yeah. that we want to thoroughly get in-depth with. And pro motocross, pro supercross, all of it is a business. That As a fan, it's fantastic. It, you know, It's a sport to us. To them, it's a job. Yeah. And to all the race teams, all the managers, the owners, the... The guys, the privateers, it's their job. It's a, it is a full blown business. So, the future should hold some fantastic opportunities. And even if they don't, it's opportunities for us regardless. So, well, because we're going to learn from them. Yeah, and and, and it's going to allow us to do other things. And and yes, we have our setup now. We're working on other things. We we have our we have our ground mics now instead of the stands before. And we're looking at alternatives. So if you're at a race. You can do an interview. If I'm at a, if I'm at an event, I can do an interview, and we can sit down with people wherever they are because we are always going to be raw. That's you. You're you're a New Englander. I'm, I, you know, God bless my family. We're rednecks, and we're always going to be raw. And so it's never going to be the production value is not what we're after. Maybe, uh, no, maybe someday it'll turn into that. Yeah. And- We'll we'll be comfortable with that at that point. Like yeah. When we let it go to that, you know, and may, that is the goal. You know, someday that maybe we we can turn into a, a full blown motocross. Yeah. You know, media group. But, can you can you imagine the flying pig is like an official logo of like these professionals? Yeah. It's it's crazy to think about. Like, that's what this has become. And that's 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 what we hope for. I my dream is to be. Our dream is to be in the racing world yeah. full time. Um, that's my family's dream. It creates opportunity for us, for our children. This, it just it trickles down the line, and then it's a business. It's a racing business, and I didn't go out and practice this weekend just because. I could have gone out and just ridden. I didn't go out and practice because I got something for you, and oh. you are going to be mind blown. All right, you okay. ready for this? Yeah. I watched all these races at Dade City. I actually got some time to sit and watch. Um, bike was running perfect. We didn't have to worry about that. Changing air, for air filters every moto. But I watched racing. Not once did I, did I feel the need to get on my bike. Ooh, the management is coming. Not once. Oh. I'm like, yeah, it'd be, be alright to hit that. I, but I didn't... I, there was something inside of me before that's like unsettled, unhappy... Didn't feel it at all this week. I I, I, I had it. no like I want to come down and ride with you. I want to. Yeah, yeah. I still want to go out and ride, but I didn't feel the need to line up tonight or last uh, Saturday night at all. It. And and if you don't know, if you've missed a few, he's the racer. I'm the old man who's become a racer. My life has been racing. Yeah. So I have said through some few injuries, it's management. You need to manage. You need to become 
lead this, lead this, lead this, let, let lead this. And for him to say that, the fact that he went and watched a race and did not have the urge to race. Yeah, and that's a, that's a huge step for me yeah. mentally because I've never been there. I've I can, never. I can help that if you want to come down to Punta Gorda this weekend. I guarantee you, you won't want to get on that either. No, I don't. Want no part, <laughs> I don't want no part of getting on a bike down there. I I still have in my mind that I would like to run one of those again, just to at a. I got to get mentally that I don't want to to line up anymore. Yeah. Then I can get that fast pace out of me, and maybe, maybe I can finish one of those things. Just something to check off, because I don't think I'm going to get totally go out and destroy myself like I do on a motocross track. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a huge stepping stone for me, and I, I do give most of the credit to this, because I, I think I get a lot of my fulfillment here, and now that he's we're racing all the time, we're bringing in all these bikes, we're putting a lot of time into him and a lot of time into this i mean i think we we deal with this every single day well i i can't speak for you but i can say like i look forward to this every week yeah. um i'm actually flying out to detroit tomorrow and i wanted to get this done because mm-hmm. like i wanted to get this in because i look forward to this i take notes i have notes yeah and, i mean our, our phone yeah I sit here and look at my phone the whole time and, 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 and we prepare and, for this all week long and, and it's something like we're looking forward to what's going on and i i reach out to the people that i do know that are in it and i follow twitter and i'm on instagram and i'm looking for people that are interesting in our area and mm-hmm. and it's something that we care about and you know what? It's one of those things we just enjoy doing. I, I enjoy talking about the race. And and over a period of time, this is going to morph into, yes, we're going to talk about racing. We're going to talk about the business of racing. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about racing. I, next week, I'm so excited. If When I get home from Detroit, I'm going to load up and I'm going to go race. Mm-hmm. I may finish last, but I'm going to have a story to tell. Yeah, we're going to. It's not not just going to be our story. Yeah, we we are off this weekend. We have a we birthday party for my oldest, so that's what we're going to be doing here. Um, I think Thursday we're going to go practice at Dade City. So we actually have a new routine with the kids. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can do your play your Xbox and play in the house. Tuesday, Thursday, and weekends we ride. That's and they're they fussed for about five minutes, and they both like the idea. So. Um, this Thursday we'll hit Dade City practice, I believe, because uh, I gotta go pick up that mini. They're gonna meet me at Dade City, so we'll probably practice on both bikes and see how that goes. And then um, probably start hitting Spider, like get down to Moto Bros, and things are gonna start excelling. And then very good, we got this too. So very good. Well, you had anything else? Not for tonight. Between the mud race, there was a hiccup with the broadcast. There was a hiccup with me. There was hiccups everywhere. There was hiccups everywhere. <laughs> We're going to call this the hiccup episode. Episode uh, 7. 7. Of the MX Beyond the Curve, or Beyond the Curve MX podcast. Um, I want to thank Derek Schaefer with DBS. And I want to, I'm Trey Heath with the Michelle and Trey Real Estate. And we want to thank you all for joining us. Have a great week. Watch some racing. Follow some YouTube. Go on to Instagram. Look up these Facebook. riders. Follow us yeah. on Facebook, Instagram. Go look us up. Look up these writers. Start following the stories. Learn these people. Yeah. Learn them who they are. Get involved with them as you do other things. Like I'm involved with a lot of real estate stuff. Yeah. But I also I have five or six writers that I really follow and see what's going on. And we hope we can bring some insight into I guess give you more of a passion to look into these guys. Yeah. And 
they all have a most of them have a really cool story and um if we are the ones that can bring that then i'll throw these out this week let's go colin park kevin morans matt bell with hbi racing go go look them up this week go to instagram facebook and follow what they do and realize these guys are real people who are putting it out there yeah they're they're giving it all um Is a, with Matt Bell, we actually I tried for our local dealership sponsorship for our young boy, and our, our um, that that dealership sponsors Matt HBI Racing. So obviously for us, it's it's a no go. But I, you know, I'm happy for them. Yeah. It's it's a it's awesome to see what what they're putting together, and yeah. you know, I really hope that maybe someday we can be a part of that. And um, if you, you ever get the chance, look up Matt Bell on Facebook. I'm sure he'll be happy to talk. Let him know that we sent you. And um, I'm sure he'll give you any kind of conversation you guys can bring to him. Well, for Derek, I'm Trey. Y'all have a good week. And remember, the race is early this week, 3 o'clock on Saturday. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. See you.